Nazir Daf Mim Gimel, the last thing we were discussing was uh, if they told the Nazir, Rabbah said that there's an Isur for becoming Tameh, there's an Isur for going into a house where there's Tumah. And there are two separate Isurim, and therefore if a Nazir who's Tameh became Tameh again, he's not Hayav a second. And we originally understood this because he's already Tameh, and he's not adding more Tumah to his Tumah, and therefore he's not Hayav a second. Uh, but we said oh, when he walks into a house that has a Tumah, he's already desecrated. Let's say he has a dead body on him, and he he walks into a house with a dead body, he's not adding any Isur. So Rabbi Yohan explained, when Rabbi said that Tum'ah and Bi'ah are two separate things, that's if a person walks into a house. But when he said you're only Hayav one, that's if a person is in the field. There's no house and he's not making another Isur. And with that, we're going to start Mem Gimel Amud Aleph. First word on the page where it says Bibayit. And the Gemara is still trying to understand how is it possible that when someone becomes Tameh, and he walks into the house at the same time. He's Hayav two, one for the Tumah, one for the Bi'ah, walking into the house with the Tumah. Because Bibai Tanami, if you pay attention, even with the house, it, it can't happen at the same time because Kevan there once he puts in his hand, let's say he walks in, his hand goes in first, he becomes Tameh, his entire body becomes Tameh. And then Ki'ayil, when he walks in, Kulahai, the rest of his body, Tameh, who is already Tameh. So it's not really happening at the same time. And Tosafot explains, since it's not possible for Loyavo to be simultaneously with Loy Tama, then that Pasuk that we said, Lehe Halo, person who's already desecrated, is, is not Hayab, we shouldn't have to be Doreshat, we could be Doreshat for something else. Meaning if it's an automatic that, that Loy Tama and Loyavo cannot happen at the same time, then we don't need that lehe halo to tell me someone who's already desecrated. It's l'chorah the same thing. So el amar bil azar. What are we talking about? Siref yado. If he put his hand in mishum tumah ika mishum bia leka, he only has an issue with loy tamah becoming tameh, but he doesn't have an issue with loy avo. There's no issue there because he's already tameh. However, v'siref gufo. If let's say he put his hands close to his body and just walked in, then tumah be Then the tumah and walking in, so loitama and loyavo both happen at the same time. There you have it. That's why I need lehechalo. And the gemara says no. Ha'iv shar de lo'ail hotmo beresha, but it can't be that. He, let's say his nose doesn't enter the house first. Then ahit le'tumah. Now he becomes tameh. And tumah and uh, and bi'ah doesn't happen at the same time. El Amarava, Rabbi has a different uh, possibility. Hichnis Yado, if you put his hand in first, then you have Mishum Tum'aika, you have Loi However, Mishum Bi'a Loi Leka, you don't have it at the same time because he's already Tameh. However, Hichnis Gufo, if he walked in with his head backwards, then Tum'a'u Bi'a Bahadeh Hadadeh Katyan, and you have the Tum'a and, uh, and walking in happen at the same time. And the Gemara says, yeah, but one of his toes probably went in before the rest of his body, and now he became Tameh. And you don't have a possibility of the uh, Tum'ah and the Bi'ah happening at the same time. So, Papa, 
he has an idea. Kegon shenichnas b'shida teva u'migdal. Let's say a person's walking to a house where there's a tum'ah, and he's in a box, for example, or a closet, or something like that. And his friend came and took off the, the top of the box. Now, what happens? He becomes tamer, and he walks into the house all at the same time. And the Gemara gives a different option also. More baravasheh the, the the nazir walked into the house when this person was about to die, and then he and then he uh, sat there, and then the person passed away while he's in the house. The tumah and walking into this uh, house uh, happened at the same time. And Tanur we have a bright in regards to the halachot of a kohen hediot. A kohen hediot is not allowed to become a tamet, a regular met. And the pasuk says, He shouldn't become tamet met. And then says, A dead body, a deceased. That there's no tumat met until the, the person actually is dead. But if he's a goses, he didn't die yet, then there's no tum'ah. Rabbi Omer, Rabbi learns it from the Chot of Nazir. It says, uh, You're supposed to change that. To, he shouldn't become tamet to them when they're dead. Meaning, there's no tum'ah until they actually die. My benai, what's the difference? The Chorah, according to both them, whether you learn it from the Kohen Idiot or you learn it from the Nazir, they can't become tameh. Until the person actually dies. So Amar Yohanan, there's no real halachic difference. Just mashmaot doshina kebnayu. There's just uh, the difference is just where you get it from. Rish Lakish Amar, there is a difference. Goses ikabnayu. If someone is about to die, leman damar milehalo. According to Tanakama, who learns from lehalo, then afilu goses. Then there is an isur for kohen hediot to walk into a house where someone is about to die. Because since most gosesim uh, are going to die, that's already uh, considered a halal. However, according to Rabbi, leman de'amar b'motam, then a'ad in goses lo, until he actually dies, but not uh, goses, not about to die. Okay, so according to Tanakama, leman de'amar melechalo haketiv b'motam. Tanakama, what do you do with the word b'motam? So he'll tell you, I need it for like what Rabbi learned. Rabbi Omer, Bemotam, and Omitame. And Nazir is not allowed to be Tame Timetim, Aval Mitame, Benigatam, Ubzivatam. He's allowed to be Tame. He's allowed to come in contact with someone who is a Metzorah. Nigatam is in a Gatzarat. And Ubzivatam, and he's allowed to touch a Zav. The Pasuk says, I'll call Nafshot Met Loyavo, but not the other ones. Okay, well, Mande Amar, but according to Rabbi, who learned me Bemotam, he needs it for this svara that he's allowed to touch a, a, a person who's a metzora or a person who's a zav. What do you do with that? So he'll tell you. He would answer. You should just say bemot. My bemotam. What's with that extra mem? So if he's coming to tell me. It's coming to teach me two things. Number one, the nazir is allowed to touch a metzora and a zav, and also it's coming to teach me that he is not tameh until the person actually dies. Okay, so now the Gemara turns it back to Rabbi. Ulman de Amar bemotam haktiv lehalo. Okay, so Rabbi, you learn from bemotam. What do you do with lehalo? So he would tell you, Rabbi would tell you lehalo lehachiudata. It's coming for the following din that 
Kohen will get makot b'misha eno mechulal. It's only if he hasn't been desecrated already. Yatsa azeh shem chulal ve'omed. If the Kohen is already tameh and then he becomes tameh again, he doesn't get makot. Ulman de'amar milehe halo hamibayle le'asvara. Okay, what about Tanakama? He learns from the halo that a Kohen or a Nazir doesn't become tameh until the person actually dies. Then what, where does he get this svara uh, that a Kohen doesn't get uh, makot if he's already tameh? He doesn't get double makot. Where does he learn that from? So Tanakama will tell you, imken lemekar le'achel, let the pasuk say le'achel. What's that extra vav? Come and teach me two things. That number one, the person has to actually die. And number two, that if the coin's already tame, he doesn't get punished again. Metive. So the Gemara has a question. We learned in Masechet Aholot, Adam Eno a person is not tame until the person in the room with him is actually dead. Even if he's full of wounds or he's cut up into pieces, even if he's about to die, Still not tame until he's actually dead. Now, Ulmanda Amar Melehehalo, according to Resh Lakish, who said before that from Lehalo, we learned that a Kohen Nazir, they're not allowed to be anywhere near a Goses. Um, doesn't it say in this Mishnah that the person's not tame until he actually is dead? So the Gemara explains for Resh Lakish, they'll tell you the Anyan Tamuye You're right. He won't become Tameh until his nefesh actually leaves, meaning until he's dead. However, to disgrace the Keunah, the Nizirut, yeah, hide hill. He already disgraced it once you're in the same room as a Goses. And Amarav Hazda Amarav Nikta Rosho Shel Abiv Enomi Tamelo. If a Kohen Hidyot's father or one of his relatives, if the head got uh, cut off, he cannot become tamet to him anymore, meaning he cannot, let's say, bury his father. My tama, what's the reason? Because the pasuk says, Amar kera le'aviv, it says, le'imo le'aviv, le'bnol b'tol ahiv, it says le'aviv, bizman shehu shalem, it's only when his father is complete, ve'lo bizman shehu chaser, and not if he's missing. And there's a famous machloket over here in regards to if only a little bit of the father is missing, let's say a, a toe was cut off or something like that, it sounds like from the Rambam, the Ramban, the Rosh, that a person would not be able to become Tameta's father. So let's say if his father lost a, 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 a pinky toe, then he wouldn't be able to bury his father. On the other end, the Hazonish brings a Yuri that it's Dafka, it, why does it say Niktarosho if his head was chopped off? It's Dafka body part that his life uh, uh, is dependent on. Uh, let's say his head, his uh, stomach, his heart, something like that. And this comes up uh, every so often when uh, an amputee is a Kohen. If, let's say, uh, a person's a diabetic or he was at war and, let's say, his leg was cut off, can his children come to the Levaya? Uh, the post keep get into it every time. Very good. I look into that. So, yeah. Now, the Gemara asks the question, Okay, according to you, let's say, If a person goes to this uh, valley in Aravot, and let's say he's going with his dad uh, in, in this uh, valley and thieves cut off his father's head or his relative, why well, he shouldn't become Tameh, shouldn't be able to bury his uh, father relative. 
Amalei, so Hasdai answered, Met Mitzvah Kama, I thought you're talking about Met Mitzvah, over there there's no one else to bury him. If it was anyone else, this Kohen or this Nazi would be Hayaf to bury Be'aviv, local Sheken, but his father, all the more so. The Gemara says, yeah, but how could you call this Met Mitzvah? How could you call this Met Mitzvah? We have a Baratah that says, Ezeu Met Mitzvah, what's a real Met Mitzvah? If there's no one to bury this person, he's a nobody, right? Korev, Acherim, Onin, Oto, if you call uh, people to come and bury him, and there's someone to bury him, it's not a met mitzvah. This person has a son, so he's not alone, so he's not called a met mitzvah. The Kabbalah says, Since they're traveling on the way, they're in the middle of a valley, and he's dead in the valley, that's like there's no one to bury him, and uh, it's considered a met mitzvah. And from here, Tosfot and the Rosh explained that a, a Kohen should not uh, be part of the Hevra Kadishat, to uh, cleanse the body of a, uh, of a relative if there's other Israelim who could do it. But the Gemara continues asking, Metive, we have a Breitah, it says, by the Halachot uh, of Tumat Kohen Hediot, it says to his sister who is a Betula that's close to him, Lahitama, he should become Tameh for her. He can be tameh for her when she's complete, but not to her body parts, whether she's alive or dead. Because he can't, a kohen idiot cannot even become tameh to a limb from his father. But he could go after a small, tiny bone the size of a barley. And now the Gemara right away stops and says, "My mahazir who alayt sim kios." What does that mean? He could go back on a on a bone the size of a barley. Lavlim radi im hasar purta. Isn't it come to me that even if a little bit's missing, he could go look for it so he could bury it? And right there, you see that you're allowed to become tameh even though the body's missing parts to it. And that's the problem with Rav Hasda, who said in the name of Rav that you could only be mitameh his father when he's complete. The Gemara says, Lord, that bright does not approve because that bright is not according to everyone. Rather, I hear Rabbi Yehudahi. That's only according to Rabbi Yehuda, the Tanya. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, it says about his sister, Lah Mitameh. He can become Tameh to her when she's complete. He cannot become Tameh to body parts. A person cannot even become Tameh to body parts of his father. But he can become Tameh to a small piece from his father's body. Meaning, once uh, once he's already Tameh, then he could continue becoming Tameh, a uh, small body part. So you see, that's Rabbi Yehuda, and uh, Hachamim argued that he cannot become Tameh to, if his father is missing a body part. And Rav Hasda held like Hachamim, however, Rabbi Yehuda also agrees that he should not become Tameh to a body part. It's only if he's already Tameh, then he could go back to it. But the Gemara has a question of Hasda Marav. We have a Braita of Kahana in the name of Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov in regards to the sister. He could become Tameh to, to, to her when she's complete, but not the body parts. It's coming to exclude a kezait from the actual dead person, or a kezait of fluid, or a kezait of fluid. 
or if it's a, a spoonful of dust from the dead body, I would think that he wouldn't ha- become Tameh if uh, he came in contact with the spine, with the skull, or with the majority of the build of a body, or a majority of the bones, uh, let's say the 248 bones, uh, the majority of them, Ketiv, the Pasuk says, tell the Kohanim, the children of Aaron, ve'amata alehem, hosif lecha ha-katuv tum'ah heret. Pasuk actually says emor, and then it says ve'amata. It's coming to add one more tum'ah, meaning although his sister's body has to be complete, but still he, that extra ve'amata is coming to tell me that he's allowed to become tameh to all those things. He's allowed to become tameh to her, her spine, her skull, and the majority of her bones. And the Braita continues, Maybe he would not be able to become Tameh to the spine, the skull, majority of the bone structure, or the majority of the bones, a number of his other relatives. Amarta, I w- you would say that, I would say, look, a person's sister is close to him, and it's up to him to bury her. Um even become tamet her spine, skull, majority of her bones. Af call, therefore every other relative shegufota border. It's up to him to bury. he's allowed to become tamet, or he's allowed to come in contact with the, the spine, skull, and majority of the bones. Bottom line is you see that Rabili Aizer Ben Yaakov, and remember his his Mishnah is Kavenaki. It's very little, but it's perfect. Uh, he's the Tanav the Braitan. He holds that a Kohen is allowed to become Tameh to a body that's missing a body parts. So the Gemara answers, Whatever Rabbi Yehudah Yaakov, he really said it in the name of Rabbi Yehudah, like we said before, that once a person is Tameh, he's allowed to go back and find other small parts that are left of his relative and bury them. Verab and Rav who said in the name of Rav Hasda that he's not allowed to be metameh unless the body is complete. The Amar Kiyatana he holds like the following brayta. The Tanya Maase Shemet Aviv Shel Rabbi Tzhak Be Ginzak. There was a story where Rabbi Tzhak and some say it was Tzadok Kohen. His father passed away in a place called Ginzak. And they told him after three years, He came to Rabbi Yeshua ben Elisha and the four rabbis that were with him. Am I allowed to go become a tamer to my father? I want to go get the body and bury him. And they told him, he said the, the pasuk lenefesh uh, loy tamah ba'amav kim asherak arovelav leimol aviv and so on. Bizman shu shalim velo bizman shu hasetz only when he's complete and not when he's missing body parts. And after three years, something's uh, got to be missing. There had to be a decay or something like that. So Rav, who said in the name of Rav Hasda, uh, he held like this brayta. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.